You have the opportunity to join the Your Say podcast. That's right. We've got sponsorship spots available for the next coming months. What's that going to get you? You're going to get to tap in and talk to over 5,000 engaged women of the age on average of 25 and above. So get in touch now, yoursaybynicole.com and lock away your sponsorship spot today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 47 of the Your Say podcast. Okay, I have been neglecting doing housekeeping for the last two weeks, and I'm going to tell you what's been going on. So, in all things housekeeping, for those that have been playing along at home, I have shaved my vulva hair. I was growing it. I couldn't do it. It wasn't for me, so that's gone. Other news, I have rejoined dating apps. I have started dating again and thus far it's been nice and I'm talking to, oh, hang on, I'm talking, no, I'm talking to two women that weren't from the, oh no, one's from a dating app, one's not. So that's also really exciting. And that's really it. Other than that, today's guest is, oh my God, Talise, who her and her business partner started Sultry Muse, which is an event that I'm attending on Saturday night. You just have to hold on and listen to this conversation. Oh my God, being part of the queer community is phenomenal. You don't have to be part of the queer community to get something out of this. You're just going to love, love, love hearing her story. Hold on. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Your Say podcast. We've got another guest today. I'm very excited to introduce Talise. What a beautiful name. Hi, Talise. Hey. Um, Talise is an entrepreneur, business lady, and also one half of Sultry Muse, which is what we're going to dive right into today. So I've only just recently found Sultry Muse. In fact, I'm trying to think how I found it. I found it, Talise, through Syndra. That's right. I think Syndra must have put something on her Instagram and I'm like, hang on, what's this thing she's talking at? So I'm a newcomer. Like this is my first event this weekend. So for those that don't know, take us through what Sultry Muse is and then we'll talk a little bit about your backstory. Amazing. Um, yeah, so Sultry Muse is uh, events and community for bi-curious and queer women and non-binary AFAB people. Yep, awesome. Um, so, yeah, we have our official first event slash launch party this Saturday. Oh, it's in like two sleeps, which is so exciting. Oh, my God. Yeah. Two so. sleeps and my bloody God love my best friend. Sean just comes out of the gates last night when I sent through what I'm wearing. No, you're not wearing that. And I'm like, <laughs> I beg your pardon. He goes, no, nah, no way. You're not. It's bright orange. And I'm like, hey. And I've like, like really researched what I'm wearing. And I'm like, no, I'm really happy with it. And he goes, you are not wearing it. And I'm like, and he's like, just such a style icon. Anyway, so I don't know what I'm going to turn up in yet, but we'll have to watch this space. Well, I'm excited to, to see what you turn you, up you'll in. Eat, look, I'm either going to be in black and white, in which case I will just blend in with everyone else, or I'm going to turn up looking like a pumpkin was his exact oh, words. I mean, a pumpkin or are you making a statement, you know? Well, I think it's a statement. It's very bright orange. I'm not going to lie. That? But I kind of love it. Anyway, you know, the, so the is this the is what makes you feel most used. So. I know. Well, the, this is why I think it's got to be the orange, but I was mm. trying to wear it with Connie's and he's like, you cannot, number one, wear that <laughs> dress. And number two, you cannot wear that with Connie's. So anyway, back to Sultry Muse. So how long have you guys 
had this? So, like, officially about two months now. Oh, so it's only um, new. Okay, that makes me is. feel way better. I thought I'd be missing yes. out of years of action. No, no. Oh, so this good, is good, our good. first official party and event that you're coming to. Oh, okay. So. That's why. Okay, I, I had massive FOMO. No, no FOMO needed. You're okay. actually quite in in amongst it. I'm in amongst sure. it. Okay, yeah, you are fantastic. <laughs> and talk to me about what I loved. I didn't even know what the word vetted mean to be honest until you guys did that. But for the listeners that are out there, because I know particularly you know around being bi curious. That's obviously why you do that. But can you take the listeners through what that part is? Absolutely. So we have a vetting form that we ask all people that want to attend our events or join our community um, to fill in. Um, And it's not to discriminate or, you know, we ask for pictures, but it's purely for safety reasons. Um, You know, um, our community does unfortunately you know, have some people who want to do harm mm-hmm. to them, to us. So um, we just wanted to add an extra layer of safety and privacy for people when they're coming to our events. So there's, you know, it's not a huge, a lot of information that we ask people to fill out. It's purely that we ask that you identify as a female or a non-binary AFAB. Yep. Um, we don't necessarily, we don't ask if like how you identify sexually that that's totally on you some people don't know how they identify so you know that's it's your choice to come to these events if you're not bi-curious or queer um if you want to explore that side of yourself it's definitely you know that's the whole point it's it's for people who who absolutely know how they how they identify or people who Absolutely have no idea. Yeah. And I really love, I I really love that because I know, you know, I will talk about your backstory, but mine, you know, I came out late in life. I was 32. um, And so it was really hard then. Like that's, you know, I'm 47 now. So that was, you know, it was so much harder than even that is now because number one, the internet, I mean, the internet existed, but social media wasn't what it is now. And I didn't have anywhere to go. Like I didn't, you know, I had nowhere, you know, these beautiful spaces that are created now where people can explore it before they even jump ship is just so, yeah, it's so beautiful. And I love that there's the, we get in and then the place gets locked up. That makes me feel so, so safe. I really love that you guys have done that. I've not been to an event where they've done that before. And I think that just makes me feel you know, there's, I mean, look, there's hardly any gay clubs in Queensland anyway, but when there is, there's, you know, it's very rare for you to even find a queer person in them sometimes because they're just loaded with people picking on each other or hens parties or, you know, and yeah, it's it's not always a nice, pleasant space to be in. Oh, absolutely. And I know, you know, and I, I get it, you know, I, I did it once when, you know, I thought I was straight and I yeah. went to clubs because I wanted to avoid Men. Men, yeah, I went totally. to a gay club because yeah. I wanted to avoid men because there was no respect in clubs, you know. Yeah. So I went there because I didn't want to get filled up and I didn't want, you know, her, to be harassed. harassed. I just wanted yeah. to have fun. Deep down, I actually just wanted to go and, you know, try and get hit on by women. But <laughs> that's another story. <laughs> um, but, you know, that's the thing. You go now to gay clubs and you want to hit on women and then they – get up you're like oh well, I'm not gay I'm like well you're in a gay club I know like, right you can't get offended then if we're trying to pick you up yeah it, it, so, it's interesting I, I attended my first Mardi Gras this year and you know I'd been oh, to did a, you go to World Pride 
Yeah, I did. Yeah, and, and, it, and it was amazing. And I went to um, Sunday Licious was probably the best event that oh, yes. I went to. And it was really my first event of just an all female, you know, and I was, I've, I've been single for two and a half years. So I was like a kid in a candy store. I was like, oh my God. And what was really interesting is I had such a great day and I had lots of little passion dashes, which was really fun, even though it's not kind of my vibe, but I did it anyway. <laughs> um, I found it really one of the things that I thought they could have done was I kept chatting up women that were in relationships. Like I did it all afternoon and all day. And then I'd be, and then they're like, oh no, that's my girlfriend. That's my partner. And I'm like, oh, how can, like, can we all put a bracelet or something on? And I've heard about different events doing that because I did, I, I found, I don't know, I felt inappropriate. You know what I mean? Like I was kind of like, you know, you just don't know, like you don't know. But yeah, that was really interesting. Someone was telling me that they've been to an event before where they have identified whether you're single or not, or you're open to, you know, that type of conversation. Is that something that you guys will look at? Yeah. So it is actually something that we talked about um, for this event. And we went with not doing it for this one purely yeah. because we want uh, people to have conversations yeah, at this that's one. Good. Yeah, I While we're meeting the community, you know, it's forcing yeah, it makes people sense. to get a little bit uncomfortable and, and talk to each other. Future events, like absolutely, you know, we have um, we have actually a mini speed dating round at ah, this cool. event. Cool. Yeah, so, you know, that that will pull out people who are single and want to do a little, meet, a, a little speed date. Yeah, cool. Um, and then, yeah, we just, we have so many ideas for future events, but, yeah, it was important to us to really, um, keep the safety perspective. We have some high-level professionals that are coming who, you know, want to keep their name discreet. Yeah, awesome. And that's why we don't allow photography and videography. We do ask, which you would have seen on the ticket, if you're open to photos, and that's purely from our photographer at the beginning as you arrive. Yep. And then there's no phones inside. There's no videoing. There's no. Yeah. Do we drop any our Do we drop our phones off? I've always wanted to go to an event where I drop <sighs> my phone off. Look, we thought about it, but then it's just obviously security, security reasons. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. That. So um, we this time we we trust the people that are coming to yeah. respect everyone's privacy. Yeah, and obviously, if we see it happening, we'll ask people to you know. And you know what? Away. People are liable to do it accidentally. Like it's such a normal thing. Oh, absolutely. All it's up, such a you know. habit these days. It is, yeah. But that's the thing. Take your photos at the front, you know, go yeah, over, absolutely. go out the door, whatever. You've got plenty of time to do that. Yeah. Um, but then oh, once the event starts, I'm yeah, excited. doors are shut. And not only like to keep people's um, privacy, but to respect our, you know, our speaker, Syndra. We don't want people walking in and out as she's speaking. No, and absolutely. Dancers and it. It encourages people to turn up on time. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I think it's awesome. So I've got two questions before we go into your backstory, Talise. Where did yes. you get the name from? How did you guys come up with the name? So we actually, um, we toyed with some names um, and we actually ended up, I think Kat was sultry and I was muse. Oh, cool. So it was sultry something else and then I was like, oh, what about muse? And then it yeah. ended up as sultry muse. So, yeah, it was awesome that kind of just we played and toyed on words for so a that's while your, that's then... your business partner cat yes yep. katarina oh, fantastic. um so I can't wait cat... to meet you both yeah so cat is actually um so my fiance sam mm -hmm. um 
Kat and Sam's mum's are best friends. Got it. Um, and so they've known each other since birth. So oh, they fantastic. call each other cousins, yep. but, you know, not by blood, but by yep. how long they've known each other. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so I met Kat through Sam. Fantastic. And so in terms of, like, I'm just so excited to have found you guys at the commencement. It's really, really exciting. Like, how regularly are you anticipating holding events? Is it going to be something that becomes day events, children? Like, what's the what, what's your vision for the business? hundred percent. So we have such um, a vast range of people who have joined our community. Right. Uh, we have almost a hundred members now, which blows our mind in two months because yeah. obviously we're very niched and, you know, at the moment we've niched, niched because we're Brisbane and Gold Coast. Mm. We are queer and just for women and non-binary mm. AFAB. So the fact that we're almost at 100 members yep. in two months is amazing. Oh, like can it, I tell you? You after, can see uh, it's so needed. Oh, 100%. I was just going to say after I got – if I interrupt, it's because I'm excited. I'm not being rude. <laughs> oh, no, please do. <laughs> um, from one ADHD to another. Um, <laughs> I know that this podcast, like I have a lot of friends that I've met and I just know you being on the podcast is going to enhance that because there's been no community. I've been on the Gold Coast for 23 years and – you know, we did have a gay bar here, the Chameleon Bar, and I just found out it closed down I two know, weeks ago. It's just closed. And you know, they probably could have done a better job of it, but at least it was somewhere um, yeah. to go. And I had a few fun nights there, and I loved the characters that I met there. I did recently go to our—I want to call it Gay Day. I shouldn't use the word gay anymore. I know, but it's habit. We had our little um, Pride Day here on the Gold mm -hmm. Coast, and I'd never been to anything like that before. Oh, that's actually where I met the DJ who you got coming on um oh you, lily lily yeah so lily was playing oh, awesome. there oh my gosh she's so hot um <laughs> and so i met um her there and this day for me was really the first time i'd ever done anything gold coast family orientated mm -hmm. and i was blown away by how many people were there it was actually yeah. really really cool i did find from a crowd perspective i was so surprised and also so happy there were so many young women, like there were so many young girls, 25 and under. And yeah. I was like, you know, with all their beautiful pink hair and out there look, and I just loved it. I was like, go girls, because we just didn't have any of that. Like that's when I oh, was. I know. I just love Gen Zers now at I the know, moment. We were just unreal. so happy. Like there's a um, one of the girls I follow on Instagram, she posted something the other day um, uh, at a school and it was a girl um walking down the path and all the kids are lined up it's like on the gold coast all the kids oh. lined up with a big sign being like will you go to formal and every second person like honestly i reckon it was like almost the whole school lined up and it was funny in my head i was like ain't no way a boy's organized this no, like no not way. a chance at the end it was another girl and i was like yes oh, like, it's just awesome i just love it it's just so um like normal. yeah it just is normal now you know it's not weird yeah. and like oh you're gay you know you're gay you're lesbian See, you're bi like it still is weird in my son's school my son goes to a straighty 180 um oh, yeah. christian school and he's yeah. got gay parents but he you know, we're often told we, we're, you're the only rainbow family that we know of. And I'm like, bullshit. There's like 2,000 kids in this school. As if, <laughs> as if I, and I say to them all the time, it's not statistically possible. I'm just the only one that's yeah. had the courage to come out because that, they make you feel very, they don't make us feel in that way, but they definitely, um, yeah, I've talked before on the podcast. I, 
love the education my kids are getting. I don't love the education system full stop, but they are getting a good education from this school. But anything socially, I just struggle massively. I struggle oh, so massively with the gender I types totally and cutting their hair and it's really hard. Anyway, let's get off that because we've got far more interesting things oh, to talk about. I could talk, talk about, about that all day, don't you worry. Oh, I know. It really, my, is- our, our um, eldest has just started prep and the, the, the whole um, – you know, process of finding a school yeah. that we, cause we wanted a private school because we didn't want the state school because it was too hard for us, you know, cause you know, their dad lives a little bit for like 20 minutes from us. So we yeah. wanted something in the middle and yeah, all yeah. those things. Yes. So well, having you, conversations you... with schools about that was oh, interesting. It's yeah. It's really yeah. hard. It's really hard. Yeah. And look, this school, my sons, both my sons go to the same school and they were great. They accepted us as, they accepted me and, and my ex as a rainbow family. And they were very mm-hmm. great from, you know, and we're talking 15, 14 years ago now. Yeah. Um, and they were, they were phenomenal, but it's just like they still make the boys cut their hair. And, I mean, my son's 18 mm-hmm. now. And it's like you can't make an 18-year-old young man. No. You know, it's just anyway. But, I love the, the, the school my daughter goes to now. They say um, you just have to have clean-cut hair. Oh, that's awesome. And no matter what, like doesn't matter. You can have long hair. To, like it's not gendered. The yeah, hair styles awesome. are not gendered. It's like just clean-cut hair. That's it. That's for so both. good. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Okay, we're back to Lise. We just chatted and chatted. I'm gonna this is gonna be a great podcast. You know it's a great podcast when I forget to throw a little break in. <laughs> um, so tell us your backstory. So we know how and why and and the plans for Sultry Muse, which is awesome. But what else did you do before that? How did you come to join the community? Let's give us your backstory. Yeah, awesome. So I um and it's quite funny actually, I was listening to your podcast with Kiki. Oh yes, the other day, and had a had a giggle, and even my partner Sam, she walked past and she was like, "Um, is this you like talking?" Mm. So I too had a bit of an identity crisis in COVID. Um, yep. <laughs> as we did, we had too much yeah. time with our thoughts and thought, mm, "Let's do something with our time." Um, so at the time, uh, I was home with a nine-month-old and a two-and-a-half-year-old. Wow. And, yeah, so that was in itself interesting, mm. um, not being able to leave the house. And the kid's dad was stuck down in Victoria. He couldn't come oh, home. He was kidding. a feed worker <laughs> because if he came home, he couldn't go back. Right, of course. So he had to stay down there. I think, you know, one of the stints was 12 weeks, another, like, it was just there were really long periods of time that he was gone. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, as I did, I was at home and then everyone was talking about TikTok and I was like, what's this TikTok thing? Got on TikTok and then somehow ended up on, um, lesbian TikTok and (laughs) as you did, and I just started watching more and the algorithm just sent me more to watch. (laughs) Blame the, (laughs) let's blame the algorithm. (laughs) Literally. I'm blaming the algorithm. Blame the algorithm. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I just, you know, the more I watched it, I was like, oh, God, I'm real. I'm like, I find myself really attracted to these women and yeah. I really want to see more. And they were more masculine presenting women. Like I've always found women beautiful yeah. and just beautiful creatures in itself, like curves and all the things. But this was different. I was mm. like, oh, like, you know. You were tingling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Yeah. And I was like, they're, like, they're hot. Yeah. And they were literally doing the bare minimum in their videos and I was like okay cool yeah yep. right um and I'd always like in my head always like oh god I just love to experience it having you know um an experience with a with a woman mm. and you know in relationships I 
had discussions, you know, about having an experience with a woman and my partner at the time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it never eventuated. And I was like, oh, you know, most women have these thoughts and no, apparently they don't. <laughs> it's so funny, isn't it? <laughs> also come to realise no, apparently they don't. Oh, no. Oh, so you hadn't so you yeah. hadn't you hadn't been with a woman at all before that time. No, like I'd look, I'd pushed about, you know, fifty women, you know, going. Okay, up so you had pushed them. parties, like a pushed heaps, you know, as you did at school. Yeah, but see, this is the to... thing though. See how we say as you did? Again, yeah. like I'm a fair bit older than you, but we didn't. We we, yeah, we think yeah. we did. Oh, yeah. That's because we liked it, I think. Or it was for the male gaze. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That was what I, that was why I thought I was doing it. Yeah. Again, laughed. And I had a few like interactions with girls who were openly bi or gay, but when, when I would pash them, it was like, oh, I'll do that secret. Like, I yeah, won't okay. tell people. Of course. Did, you know. Because then you're associated. Channelized homophobia. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, so yeah, I had a conversation with um, my husband at the time and just said, look, I, um, this is what's been happening mm. for me. Um, these feelings have come up. I really, I really want to explore this side of myself. I feel like I've held back and never done it. You know, he's, he's an amazing human. He's like, you get one life. Why would I ever oh, stop you wanting really? to lovely. live like the way you want to live? I would never want to stop you having these experiences for yourself. Mm-hmm. So and he was like, is it, is it an us thing or is it just a you thing? And I was like, look, at the moment it's it's a just a me thing, mm-hmm. if you're okay with that. And he was like, yep, cool, like let's leave the communication open. Mm-hmm. Obviously he was away. So Fuck. Um, we had this conversation when he came home Yeah, and, then, you know, he left again. Yeah. And, yeah, so I just I downloaded some apps, which I had been with him for nine years. So there weren't. There wasn't such thing as dating apps before totally. I was in a relationship. So discovered Same. dating apps in itself was yeah. interesting. That's another podcast. We, oh, I, yeah. I, have, I think there's three podcasts so far on dating apps. And just based on my activity in the last week, I've got to do another one. They're yeah. like a whole thing, right? Oh, my God. Like just wild. But wild. it was also really eye-opening because it was a way for me to talk to women behind a screen. Yeah. So it kind of removed the fear a little bit. Yeah, totally. And how did you uh, how did you feel, Talise? Like, how did you feel texting those women at that time? Like, ha- have a little think back now. Like, you're honestly, you're on your lounge and you're day. like, were you like, how were like, were you like, fuck, I'm doing it, or were you scared? Yeah. Like, what were you thinking? Oh, look, I was scared, but it was like, yeah, liberating. Yeah. Like, it was like, oh, this is so fun. That yeah, I'm, I'm I'm allowed to do this. I'm obviously not doing it behind his back. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm experiencing this. I'm taking action and doing something for me yeah and like it was a bit cheeky it was a bit naughty and no one really knew about it there was a very very like I could count on one hand about the people that knew that I was doing this about to explore yeah yeah and I was very lucky to have some like beautiful friends who supported this journey and yeah it was um yeah I for it was probably a month or two that I was just talking to people nothing eventuated there were just some cheeky text messages um one girl who was just very confident you know was sending me pictures after the three words that we said to each other I was like this is amazing like what I never get those ones and I'm open it only happened once but I was like wow I literally um I'm on an app at the moment called field which is really specific so you Uh, because I wanted a sec I want a sexting partner like I Mm -hmm. haven't been ready for a massive relationship so I put myself on field and was like sexting 
unicorn I'm happy to be a unicorn that's another story I've tried it once before but I'm (laughs) gonna go back and have another go but I was yeah I've had had neck it's not it's not overly populated but Mm. even on so then I reluctantly rejoined hinge just a week ago and yeah like it's not the way you're profiled on there is very different hinge is for Mm -hmm. dating and relationship and I know that but I'm kind of like oh, I just sort of be happy with a sexting person mm-hmm. at the minute. Um, and so I just have been really up, up front and honest. But, yeah, so you scored that straight away. Good for you. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> that is so fun. Okay, keep going. So you, you, yes. you, you, so were you sending pictures back? Were you that confident or were you just? No, not yet. Not yet. I wasn't okay. that confident yet. Yeah. Um, but then um, – I weird like off term, but like um my dog died oh. one night. Um and the next morning I was just laying on the couch, like obviously feeling very sorry for myself. And then I just got like this ping and um <clears throat> Sam popped up mm-hmm. and we started talking. She's like, Hey, how you going? What are you doing? I was like, Yeah, my dog just died. She was like, Okay. Fuck. <laughs> I was like, How's that for a pickup line? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I obviously wasn't very good at flirting, let's be honest. Oh, I'm terrible at it. Oh, I, I've been in a relationship for nine years. Yeah, I'm so bad flirt, at it. Like, yeah. I had two kids. Yeah, like, I'm it the just same. wasn't, you know. No, I'm um, the same. I, so get, yeah, I feel it. Oh. Then somehow we just got talking, and I don't know, she used that. She was in her fuckboy era. So she was like, you know what? I'm going to take advantage of this sad yeah, girl. Yeah, good on her. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, we did and we we talked and talked for ages. Um, probably a month before we even talked about meeting. Really? She knew I had kids, yeah. like I told her exactly what I was on the app for. Mm-hmm. She knew I was married, and she was like, oh, Okay, cool, like let's do you want to go on a date? And I was like, Yeah, cool, like I'll have to get my sister to babysit, mm-hmm. like it's a whole thing. Um, and you know, again, in her fuckboy era, I thought she was being super kind, but she just wanted to look like she was really good. And she was like, look, cause she lived in Brisbane and I was on the Gold Coast. Right. She's like, I'll come to, down near you. You've got to, you know, be close to your kids. And I was like, God, <laughs> this chick really gets it. Hey, she doesn't even have kids. Oh, so naive. Oh, I love it. <laughs> and, um, yeah, we went, we went on this date and holy shit, like. Just immediate. Never been on a date where I was n- with her for like ten minutes. I was like, "You want to just go?" Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I get it. I get it. I totally honestly. get it. And you had you had a big. I mean, a month is a big build up, right? Yeah, yeah. So well, I just like it. It had to be for me. Like I couldn't. I had like no one yeah, home. I totally. was parent home and wow. Yeah. So, so immediate was- chemistry. Oh, wild. I was so nervous. And so I'm like big on um, like communication and eye contact Mm -hmm. when you're talking. And apparently for the first hour while we were waiting for our restaurant, I couldn't even look at her. And then all of a sudden I looked at her and she was like, oh, so you do know where I am? And I was like, sorry, what? She's like, you've not looked at me this whole time. I was starting to think you didn't like me. I was like, I was so embarrassed. I was like, nope, I'm just that nervous (laughs) that I don't know how to look at you because. Oh, wow. I am like, like so hot and bothered. Yeah. Anyway, we yeah had our date and sat down and talked for four hours. Ordered food that we didn't even eat because we just talking. Literally, just yeah, the whole time. Yeah. And 
she she was she's been out since she was 14 so she was yeah. well experienced yeah. and she's now 35 so she's had plenty of experience yeah she knew what she was doing absolutely and you know the little hand on the knees and like yeah. went to the toilet and you know the gaze and the oh. grace my shoulder and kissed me on the cheek and went to the toilet and I was like dying inside oh you're, you're making you're reminding me I do want to do it again this is oh, so beautiful yeah <laughs> I'm and such then, a lover of love like this is oh, like me too. I just like Huge. yeah I just love this we um we then left and walked back to the car and we like walked up to my car and she's like oh do you want to like sit in your car and talk for a while and then oh. I was like um yeah like I'd love to and she looked in the back seat of my car with two cars two car seats, seats. So like, maybe <laughs> your car though <laughs> she just laughed oh, how did you feel can I ask you um Talise how did you feel because I found like in that first date space are you mm-hmm. like I'm a mum I've got two kids and talk like a mum or did you kind of feel a bit weird because you had kids because I I find this really difficult um when I'm kind of approaching new people and I don't have on my profile that I have kids um and I definitely don't want any more kids so I definitely say I don't want any but I don't have it on there but how did you feel talking about the kids knowing I suppose you're just going on a date though, weren't you? You didn't know what you were in for yet. Yeah see that for me the whole thing was just to have a bit of fun. Yeah right yeah okay. So but at first, like, I did let her know because I wanted to be upfront and honest about the situation, that yep. I'm not looking for anything, it's just fun. Yeah. And then I didn't really talk about them because I didn't know, again, didn't know how. Yeah, how do you that's what we like, tend to do. Yeah, mm. but it's funny because she was like, oh, I'd love to know more about your kids. And I was like, oh, like, are you sure? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Like, she was like, oh, well, you're a mum. Like, obviously, I I would expect nothing else than yeah. you to talk about and I was like, oh, wow. And not everyone was like that. No, definitely not. Um, But, yeah, so it, it was odd. And then once I kind of started, I became more comfortable. On the date, I don't know that I talked about them a lot. Yeah, I think no, I get it. We were just the, – the chemistry, the conversation was – we never shut up for four hours. Like, yeah. And then, yeah, as we left and we were sitting in her car, I was like, oh, my God, do I kiss her? Does she kiss me? <laughs> moves. Like, what do we do? Well, I'm like, well, she's the more masculine one or she's more confident. And she's just talking and I was just staring at her. She could obviously probably see that I'm like, do I kiss you? Do, do you kiss me? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. yeah. And then she finally just made a move and kissed me. I was like, oh, thank God for that. I know. It's that anticipation for that first kiss, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, and then and once then, you um, do it, it's just like, oh. Oh, it was wild. And then um, we went for a drive and had sex in her back seat. I love it. <laughs> I love that. Oh, my God, that's such we a beautiful like story. We were like 18-year-olds. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then, yeah, from that moment on, I was like, I am in trouble. Yeah, you're in trouble. Yeah, this is not mm-hmm. just a bit of fun. So you knew mm-hmm. straight away, you knew that night when you got home, you were like, fuck, I've got a problem here. Yeah, I uh, stayed away for about two weeks yeah. um, and then I went and cooked her breakfast at yeah. her house for her birthday and she was like, no one has ever come to my house to cook me breakfast. Mm, it's cute. And I was like, um, I'm well, I'm a mum, so this is just what I do. Like, Isn't it funny when you start? I, I remember when I took a girlfriend once to the beach for the first time and I pulled out like four cold beers and some (laughs) chips and she's like what the fuck and I'm like she's like I've never been on the beach with a mum before I'm like mate we bring shit like we got we got thick blankets and she's like are you kidding you've got cold beer in there 
and well, it well, we the, come up prepared. I'm like, yeah, we got two beers each. I had chips, dips, I had everything. And she was just like, oh my fucking God. And she was a surfer. And I remember her just going, this is fucking insane. And it just never changed. It, I was always mm-hmm. the pack horse and we always had everything we needed. Um, so yeah, for anyone out there that's not dated a mum before, that is a definite advantage. Oh, 100%. <laughs> literally. Oh, like, this so is good. so good. Okay. Oh, I want more. Hang on. We're going to come back. I want more. Oh my God, Talise, this is so exciting. So, okay. You've had your date. Obviously you split up with your husband. Bring us, bring us, bring us up to current date-ish. Yes, yeah, so I I uh, proposed to Sam about twelve months ago. Oh, did you? Congratulations! Did. That's awesome. I uh, still have to get divorced yeah. for <laughs> the first wedding I had, but that it's coming. It's okay. fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then she proposed to me at our engagement party in front of all of our family and friends. Oh, so you've both done it? That's really cute. Yeah. Yeah. So it was very beautiful. Um. And yeah, we're gonna get married next year. Yep, fantastic. Um, and yeah, I am still the best of friends with my ex-husband. Oh, that's so I'm, awesome. I'm actually probably the third wheel in his and Sam's relationship. Yeah. Um, also, so they they really get along as well. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it took it took like him a little while. Like, yeah. and she was super respectful, and then he eventually came around um, and took his time. He did a whole lot of self-reflection and healing within himself. Um, and yeah, he always knew that I had to make that decision for myself. Yeah. It wasn't, I didn't leave him for her. Like it wasn't even a thing. No, not at like, all. When we left, he knew I was leaving the relationship yep. for for me, for myself. Yeah. Um, and oh, yeah. Hey, so- a big shout out to you. Like, uh, you know, I, I did the same thing, but for anyone that's listening, you know, it takes a lot of courage and, you know, often you get so caught up in it because you're you're also coming out right which in itself Mm -hmm. is a big thing but then you're ending a marriage and there's kids and I just want to say well done because I know firsthand that you know I was covered in shingles like I was a head fuck right I I did it like how many years ago now 17 years ago and I was fucked like I was really I ended up on anxiety medication yeah there was a lot you know there was a lot to to kind of deal with and so how old are your kids now so we have a six-year-old and an almost four-year-old. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. So That's they, awesome. um, we have them 50-50, but, you know, their dad spends a lot of time here. We all just went to the sunny coast together. We've all been to Bali together. So he hasn't repartnered? No, and has no interest at the moment. He's very happy doing his own thing. Yeah, that's cool. Um, he's, yeah, very happy. You know, we went to, it was very funny, actually. We went to Bali last year. It was mm. me and Sam. Um, the kids, the kid's dad and yeah. the kid's dad's mum. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? <laughs> so people were like, oh, so this is your daughter-in-law? She's like, no. Well, oh, try. I'm used just going to be say. my daughter-in-law. Now this is her and her wife. Yeah. And, yeah. The judgment. So, I can almost feel the people looking at you around yeah. the pool. Like it just would have oh, been yeah. like, But it's funny. I, I looked like the nanny. Because yeah, right. Kid's dad is from PNG, so he's got dark skin. Oh. Sam's from Papua <laughs> uh, from 
the Philippines. Yep. So she's got dark skin. Both the kids have dark skin. Obviously, his mum was there, who's from Fiji. So they just thought you were and the I nanny. I was just the white chick in the corner. And so everywhere we go now, I love this. Like it's this joke, and they always play. We'll be sitting at a restaurant, and they'll be like, "Oh, you know, like can you just ask the nanny what she wants for yeah. dinner?" And I just look at them. I'm like, I'm "Like so funny." Yeah, right. I tell you yeah. what, I've got to take my hat off to your partner's name, Sam. Like I. I'm not an overly jealous person at all, actually, but I definitely couldn't do that. I couldn't have, I just, well, I say that now. I shouldn't say, I'm the queen of sweeping statements. I don't (laughs) think in my current state of mind, and Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, I've done a lot of work on myself since my um, relationship broke up two and a half years ago. I can't wait to be able to say three years. I still can't say three years. Um, (laughs) Let's just say three years. Let's be honest. It was broken up before that. So three years ago, I've done like a lot more work on myself and would like to think when I enter a new relationship, it's Mm -hmm. a lot more secure. I'm a much more secure person, but that's pretty massive, right? Oh, like I've even said that I don't know if I could do it. And so she's just completely. she She has just come on board as, and did so, for probably 12 months without knowing the, their dad, like mm. had met him, we kind of didn't like mention it much. Like I was kind of in this m- complete angst of like yeah. making sure everyone was happy, which was again in itself another whole different ball game of trying to make everyone happy. Yeah. But now like the three of us, we've, we've, we've everyone's like, oh, you're so lucky. I'm like, we're not lucky. No, you've worked on it. We have. All three of us, we yeah. have put our egos aside yep, totally. because at the end of the day, we know that the most important thing are those kids. And now those kids have three parents that love them mm. who have now three families. That yeah, that's them. awesome. And there's no no hard hardship. There's no, like, stress, nothing. And, and the minute that the three of us became a unit, you mm. could tell with the kids how different it was how good and I know look I know it's not possible for every situation I know that there's some situations where absolutely it can't happen but it's hard when I see other people where it can happen Mm. but you're just choosing not to because you're like well I have to hate that person now because we used to date Oh yeah, no, no, yeah, no, crazy. No, no, you don't need to. Like, just put your differences aside and be there for your kids. Like, yeah, no, it is. It's really hard, and and it's like anything. Until you've walked in those people's shoes, I, you know, I've co-parented now with two separate partners. I co-parented with my son's dad very well we had one issue really in 16 years he doesn't go to his house anymore so there's mm-hmm. not a lot he, you know he find his dad finds that quite frustrating but my son's 18 now my eldest and yeah. then i co-parent really well with my ex considering the end of our relationship um you know they've just had another baby i bought the baby a present you know we're very and it ended badly um she had an affair so i you know i've had to get over all that you know but I've forgiven both of them they've built a family and ultimately 100% I agree with what you've just said my kids have my youngest has two homes he has one Mm -hmm. with those mums and he has this one with this mum and I've chosen not to repartner straight away because I chose to heal and do a lot of work on myself but it's funny he's always saying to me when are you getting a new girlfriend? Because he doesn't like knowing I'm alone when he goes back to her house. Oh, so bless. he's like, oh, well, what are you going to do this weekend, mum? Are you going to just be by yourself? And I bought a dog a year ago and the dog's kind of, 
he doesn't ask as much now because you've got Alice this weekend, haven't you, Mum? And I'm like, yeah, me and Alice are going to go to the dog park. But as long as kids are loved, right, that is all they need. Absolutely. Yeah, and they know that they can come to us and they get something different from all three of us now. And, you know, I'm watching this beautiful relationship blossom at the moment with Sam and my eldest and, like, she just comes to her for everything. Yeah, totally. And I used to think, oh, gosh, I'd get, like, offended by that or, like, the youngest calls her Mummy Sam. Yeah. And he he did that himself. It had nothing to do. He calls her that. Oh, and it's, it's, it's amazing. My my ex partner and my son they met when he was five, I think, mm. and they got so close that I did end up getting a bit jealous because they were just they surfed together. They yeah. she, she was really sporty and I wasn't, so they would play handball and they would surf together, and I would be at home cleaning. And I can remember feeling like a bit like, oh come on, you know. Mm-hmm. And they had. An amazing, amazing, amazing relationship. And, you know, that's all that matters, right? That's all that matters yeah. for the kids. Oh, I know. I kind of get off on it a bit actually when people come up to me like, oh, my God, I wish I had like a Sam in my life. And I was like, I know. Oh, that's <laughs> when so I go around awesome. and like all my friends in like hetero relationships and, you know, no offence because I love my friends and I love, you know, everyone out there in hetero relationships. But women are different. I yeah, get it. Yeah, we are. Kids, we do. They're like, you know, if I'm – there with my friend she'll be like no no it's fine you sit talk to you girls I'll take the kids to the park yeah like totally. and I don't have to, I never have to look at them and all my friends like oh my god like, I wish <laughs> I had someone like that and I was like yeah I know I know it's so interesting <laughs> I've yeah I everything you've said today couldn't be more aligned to what I went through you know I went through it 16 mm-hmm. 17 years ago and very very similar stories and yeah it's phenomenal it's absolutely phenomenal <laughs> Oh, what an enlightening conversation. It's just so awesome. I can't believe that we're having this podcast and then I get to meet you on Saturday. I know. I'm actually so excited. I know. Do you know, I we are bringing together some bloody strong women. So Kiki mm-hmm. K has been on our podcast before. Her and I have become friends. We've also, she's also become a client of mine. So I do business coaching and mm-hmm. I have been business coaching her, which is fantastic. And then Cinder and and I, my business coach is best friends with Syndra. Um, so I know Syndra through her. Haven't physically met Syndra, but I've been to two of her classes. So I did her pleasure school, which is oh, yes. phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, who else have we got? We've got Mel coming, which is a friend of mine who was a date who I just, oh my God, she just got a crush on her so hard. Our date didn't eventuate, but I still crush on her hard. So we'll just see where that one goes. <laughs> Fuck, I've just see this is where I say these things. And then I'm like, mm. she doesn't listen to the podcast. So that's okay. Um, who else is coming? There's someone else coming that I want you to meet that, oh, I've forgotten. I've got someone else coming. Oh, a couple of friends from Newcastle are coming up for it. So, oh, nice. yeah, it's just going to be fantastic. It's very exciting. I know. We have such an amazing group of women. So how many and... women are coming? Or women? Uh, I shouldn't say women. How many people? Um, I think we have about 68. Oh, cool. So it's so semi-intimate. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah we wanted so to good. keep it um capped yeah um at a certain number because we still wanted to keep it intimate and not like a big you know club event yeah so will we be able to dance we're going to be dancing at some point oh yeah we've got a dj because oh, cool. lily's coming yeah she's so, so beautiful. 
Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. So the the beginning is more for formalities and speakers and and fun things, and then at the end is for the dancing. Love it. All right. Mm-hmm. So aside from all this fun stuff, what else do you do, Talise? What else is yeah. your business? Because you are an entrepreneur. What else is in this little portfolio of yours? Yeah. So I um I've been in the travel industry and the events industry now for fifteen years. Wow. Um, doing a bit of both. Um, been a travel agent for 12 years. Um, and so now I have my own travel business. Yep. So I do, you know, standard retail travel for any trips. Mm-hmm. And my specialty and my new service, which I launched about six months ago, is organizing and curating retreats. Oh, wow. Um, which combines both my event and travel experience. And, yeah, so a lot of the time it's for, like, business coaches who want to do retreats mm-hmm. for their clients or um, businesses or influencers that want retreats. Oh, my God. Oh, there are so many people straight away that I know I have to give your details to. Oh, yeah. I know of two in Melbourne that are in the midst of organising some type of retreat. Um, Bobby is my business coach. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I follow. Yeah. yeah, Bobby. Recently, I saw her. Yeah, on, Bobby's um, phenomenal. Yeah, she, her, and Syndra are besties. I've been mm. working with Bobby for eighteen months, and we've become friends as well. She has all sorts of plans, and yeah, we need to. I've got a private little group of women entrepreneurs going, so I'm going to have to add you to the list. Oh um, yes, please do. Because we all had you know, we'd love to have, we were talking about LoveX is awesome and mm-hmm. absolutely love what they're doing, but wouldn't it be lovely to do one that's just for queers? Oh, but, 100%. But, but maybe think of it like a home show slash kind of meets what you're doing with the launch party, but then you mm-hmm. can have, you know, you can have stalls and because I paint, vo- I'm an artist as well, so I paint vulvas and breasts, so I do breast mm-hmm. art. For now I've looked at yours actually. I needed to ask you a question about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow so that's a really so oh that's awesome so how do people get in contact with you for this business yeah so um so my um personal my personal instagram is tagged on the sultry muse page okay, or great. my I'll business put name notes. yeah is called harlow collective co harlow collective co awesome we'll put that in the show notes but that's fantastic because i know yeah. particularly in the coaching space which is you know huge at the moment everyone wants to do a retreat and mm. it feels overwhelming right because you oh don't yeah there's know... so many parts to it and obviously because you need to cover the event side of it but also the travel side of it knowing where you're going people coming from different places knowing how yeah. much things cost oh um, i know i know who else i'm thinking of sam from wandering love she was on big brother as well so i'm oh, yes. a guest speaker at the um enlightenment in the bedroom so i'm a guest speaker you'll have to come because you're gold coast based so i'm a guest speaker that's a queer event and it's on the 3rd of august in burley and i'm going to be there as a guest speaker sharing my story but sam is also like just such a little powerhouse she wants to organize retreats as well oh she's the intimacy coach yes yep yes i'm halfway through that um episode yep she's the intimacy coach um so go and get in her vibe she's phenomenal Mm. but yeah this night on the gold coast is going to be fantastic actually i should shout that out to everyone it's on the 3rd of august it's at burley heads the tickets are on sale now i think they're about 45 or 50 dollars and there's myself speaking sam and then i can't think of the other lady's name but it's on my instagram um 
But yeah, there's food, drinks, champagne, everything's provided. So it's going to be nice. such a yummy, yummy night. And I haven't done, I've done lots of guest speaking in my time, but not for a while and not since mm-hmm. I've been the new Nikki, like not in the last sort of two and a half years. I've obviously I talk yes. on the podcast. So I'm looking forward to kind of taking the stage again with a little bit more confidence and edge than I once had. Um, I love that. And I think I love this whole, and I think this is another reason like with the whole sultry muse thing because Kat and I are both late in lifers. Yeah. And that whole like we didn't have these spaces. I know. We didn't have these events we could go to. And obviously there is there is such a big lesbian scene on the Gold Coast and that group have all um, very much been out for a long time. And yep. so it's kind of hard. You can't just insert yourself into these groups because they've been around for so long. Yeah, and they sort of feel and like they're the veterans. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. And, which is great. They are, whatever. They are, like, exactly. They've got that title. But for women and people like us who have come out in their 30s, have kids, have yeah, been married, totally. you know, can't have this, you know, label of, you know, some people question, are you gay? You've been mm. married, you've been with a man, all this, am I gay enough to be gay because mm. I'm so femme? Like all of these things. And there's actually coming to our event are quite a lot of women who are married to men. Yeah, totally. totally. Like that are still married. Yeah. And and it's okay. They they don't ha- they don't know where to go. Yeah. No, I didn't know where to go. I, all I all Nor I could I. resort to was dating apps. Like that's it. I didn't know how to go and explore or talk to other no one. None of my friends knew what I was going through as much as they wanted to support me. They I, I couldn't really talk to them about how I was feeling because they didn't get it. Oh, I know. I I had to I cheated on well, I was I was still with my my I was with my then husband and I patched a girl like in the midst of our wedding, like at the midst of our wedding, at the end, like we'd been married <laughs> for six months and I got it on with her when I was in Melbourne for work. Yeah. Um, and it was almost like try before I buy. And that was when mm-hmm. I was like, this shit is not going away. And I mean, I married a man knowing I was like, I knew I was gay from a very young age. I was trying to crack onto friends and, but I mm. just, I was just wanted to tick the box, but yeah, it's it's a really exciting space to live in. And, you know, I openly admit this on the podcast myself. If I go Nikki coming, like Nikki 15 years ago, I was like, you can't be bisexual, make a decision. Like I mm-hmm. was very opinionated about that. That is not how I think now, right? Yeah. I always educate myself. I'm always the first to go, yep, no, I've changed my mind on that. I didn't know I wasn't educated enough. And, you know, at the moment I went on a date this week with my first ever bisexual person. And mm. I've never gone on a date with someone that's bisexual because I've always been, I want a lesbian. I want to be with a woman that is mm-hmm. only going to be with a woman. And it was really interesting because dating her, she talked about when I date men versus women and it was like at first I was like oh wow this is weird and then I was like who cares she likes me yeah you know like this is a good date let's not let's not get your own kind of opinionated you know practice what you preach because I preach this all the time um but I, I think, think la- labels are scary too they are like, scary. obviously I felt like I had to label myself as a lesbian because I left my husband yeah, yeah. and if I label myself as a bisexual, then people will be like, well, then you could have just stayed with him. Yeah. I know. But it's, it's interesting, funny, isn't The it? longer I'm with Sam, like, yes, 100%. Like, I fucking love women. Like, the thought of being with a man alone terrifies me. Yeah, but, same. But it's funny. I would happily explore that 
as long as I was with Sam. Correct. Yeah, correct. So, yeah. like, I so was the, so they situationally yeah. bisexual or homoflexible or something. I don't know what they call it. No, I know, right. Um, you know, but that's the thing. Like, labels are scary. That's no, why I just are. love saying I'm queer. Like, I am yeah, that's... queer as fuck. Like, I'm as queer as they come. I will, like, I've got fucking rainbow doormats like I will raise my flag high and Sam loves it she's like god you're so proud of being gay aren't you and I was like yeah I, I am I, I'm the I've same 30 years exactly the same I, in and a compact life yes. forcing, like being told that I had to be with a man and marry a man and give babies to a man and all this kind of stuff and but this is why I think the new gays are so good for the LBG yeah. and this is why I think we're so good for the community because we do raise the flag high and yep. I've got a few queer other, my, my brother's gay and so is my cousin. So there's a few of us kind of lingering oh, around. Oh, I love that you have family members that are gay. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's it. funny though. Like it didn't make it any – my brother was out well before me, um, but it didn't make it any easier. Like, no, it doesn't because it's your own personal thing yeah. that you've got to go through. But, no, I think I think the new gays are so I, – I think it's amazing and I think the sooner we all get in the same spaces, and that's why I love World Pride because I mm-hmm. was just like that environment down there, I drove like I decided on the Wednesday I was going to go, got in the car, drove down Thursday, just drove straight down, stayed at a friend's, like randomly got tickets from someone that knew someone and Ooh. I had the best time. I shaved my head. And I just, you know, I just (laughs) fucking, I just absolutely adored it. The love, the night of the parade was just phenomenal. Oh my God. The parade was amazing. Did you? But you know, this, we, we went, yeah. So it was like my first big, like I'd been to the Brisbane pride festival, but like it was very little compared to this. Like this was my first, I was like a kid in a candy store, but like, it was funny. This was another, you know, we, we had discussed this, the whole sultry thing, like, we didn't have a name or anything, but it was an idea that, like, Kat had brought to me and, like, we talked about. Yeah, right. It was just this developing thing that went on and on. And then at Pride, it just really cemented it for us that yeah. we wanted to do it because, like, whilst, yes, it was very inclusive, lesbians are still the minority within the LGBT oh, community. Yeah, Every totally after are. party was a poof off. Like, know, all, of all of them were for the boys. Yeah, and agreed. we were like... We just want to go to like where are the lesbian after parties? Everyone's like, oh, there isn't one. There's like that girl thing event, but it was sold out like months ago. I know. And then there was the Dykes on Bikes pub, and we couldn't get into that. And so, you know what we did? We went home. We went home, and then that's when the next day I went hard at the next day, which was Sunday Licious. And that was was a great event. We'd already had tickets to the big, they had it at the same time as the big Sunday event. I was like, why would you put this on? So I was like, fuck, I'd rather go to Sunday Licious, but I already paid $180 for some ticket that, you know, know, like, so there was just that. That was it. But every other event and so Kat and I were like fuck yeah like we need to do this because yeah you do there needs to be more events for this oh like, what a this is so, amazing I'm so proud of you it's fantastic thank you I'm we, so excited to meet you on Saturday yeah it's gonna be awesome I think I'm definitely wearing the orange I'm just vibing it do completely it. the do whole it. way through this call fuck yeah, Sean make a statement yeah and Sean doesn't listen to the podcast anyway he's my best friend in the world he's, he's <laughs> gay you, as well he's um Oh, he's just so stunning. He's been with his partner for nine years, Jeremy. They're the straightest gay couple you've ever met in your life. <laughs> in, that. in that they're just monogamous and they're just so in love and it's it's beautiful. It's actually beautiful. Um, but, yeah, so a massive – I just want to shout out, I won't do a any advertising on 
any sponsorship on this episode because I just want it to be, all be about Sultry Muse. I want everyone to jump on and go follow. And those that are our straight followers, which there's also a massive amount of, this is now a space that you know exists, right? And mm -hmm. so, you know, you can share that with your friends. And I think everyone will know someone eventually that's gone through it. And mm -hmm. I just love that we I love that we're normalizing these conversations because I yeah. know my straight friends when I came out were like, it, they just thought it was everyone, oh, it's just a stage she's going through. Yeah. Oh, I love oh, them Oh, God. But thank you so much, Talise. This is awesome. So everyone, so Sultry Muse, what's their Instagram handle? Uh, Sultry Muse. That's it. Oh, that, underscore at the end. And underscore. Okay, perfect. I'll put everything in the show notes and then I'll report back next week. We didn't get a chance to talk about ADHD, so maybe we'll meet up again in oh, another yes. month or so, a couple of months, and we can talk yep. all about that because that's something I'm really passionate about at the moment. Oh, me too. <gasps> another, I could talk for another hour about that. Well, so. we'll make that another Absolutely. podcast. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. You have the opportunity to join the Your Say podcast. That's right. We've got sponsorship spots available for the next coming months. What's that going to get you? You're going to get to tap in and talk to over 5,000 engaged women of the age on average of 25 and above. So get in touch now, yoursaybynicole.com and lock away your sponsorship spot today.